Hey everybody, welcome. This is Real Estate Investing Mastery in your car. Hey guys, I'm Joe McCall. Hope you're doing well. I just am driving my daughter to preschool today. And in case you were interested, it is cloudy outside and looks like it's going to rain. So that's all I'll talk about the weather. Because <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Like sometimes, oh, am I talking about the weather too much? That's probably annoying. People just wish I'd get to the point. Okay, so let me get to the point. Uh, I got something I want to tell you. Like a lot of people wonder, should I send mail to absentee owners or high equity owners and there's people on both sides of the fence like will tell you oh absentee owners is a horrible list uh, other people will tell you that high equity is now becoming a horrible list because it's becoming more and more competitive first of all let me explain this you should not be worried about competition okay don't be worried about competition we did this I think we talked about this recently on another podcast right don't be worried about competition in fact, if you haven't listened to it, go back and I think it's called What to Do When You're in a Competitive Market. Um, you should look at competition as potential partners, people that can either bring you deals or that you can sell deals to. And if you do things better than anybody else is doing, you don't need to be worried about competition. So back to this question of should you mail to absentee owners or high equity owners? And here's the, my simple answer to this. Um, do both do both now what does that mean you need to sit back and or sit down a little bit and do some research you need to dig into your target area and become more targeted even than you are now like I know in st. Louis I could say all right I wanted to go after North County and like West North County because that's where you can get good rental properties and there's still a demand for properties in that area right or you could go into actually going into list source, and I've shown how to do this before in my podcast, where you can take a look at actual numbers of how many investor transactions there were in the last six months and look at those hot zip codes. But you need to do a little bit more research than that. You need to really kind of dig in and talk to wholesalers, talk to investors and property managers and realtors. Find those areas that are kind of hot, high demand right now. Find those areas where the days on market is really short any house that goes on there gets sold for higher than the asking price those kinds of zip codes right and you want to start targeting sellers in those areas and how do you do that well if you so this shouldn't be just zip code specific it should be like neighborhood specific all right and you don't need to be like what they call spray and pray right that's probably the, the, the worst effective marketing strategy known to man. <laughs> Spray and pray. Just send out tons of stuff and hope that it works. You need to be very, very specific and targeted. So if you are targeted down to a narrow area, and maybe it's two zip codes or three zip codes, or maybe it's like certain areas within 10 zip codes, whatever, you got to have like a small... You want to be a big fish in a small pond, and you want to target sellers in those specific areas, okay? And so when you have the specific areas, you can go... It's like going a mile wide and an inch deep, 
or is it better to be an inch wide and a mile deep? It's always better to be an inch wide and a mile deep if you want to be effective. All right. So just like fishing, you want to know what if you what if you had a way where you could go and see like where all the fish were, right? Wouldn't it make sense to like go get your pole? I'm not a fisherman. I've maybe been fishing three times in my life. And I don't get it why people are so into it. <laughs> but anyway, I wish I was into it because it looks really fun and relaxing. But just sitting there doing nothing looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, what if there was a way you could look at this vast lake and know where all the underground, underwater um, fish are? Like, like where are the, where's the debris? Where are the tree limbs and the tree stumps and the, and the rocks? Where are the places where the fish like to be? Well, you can do that in real estate. You can actually go in and see where the demand is, where all the fish are. All right, and then just park your little bottom and start doing your marketing in those areas. And then it becomes irrelevant whether you should be targeting absentee owners or high equity owner occupants or high equity that are over 55 years old or whether they bought the house over 10 years ago or not. All of that that fancy special stuff that people um, think they have a corner on the market on. Listen to this. There is no secret list. All right, there is no secret list. You can't go out there and think that you're going to find some list that nobody else knows about. It's not about that. It's about marketing consistently, aggressively, going deep. All right, so now you've got your target area. Now you pull out all of the absentee owners in that area. You mail to all the high equity owner occupants. You mail to everybody who's over 50 years old. You loaned, you mailed everybody who's had a mortgage for at least five years. Okay, so. That's what I'm talking about. Don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. And just do a lot of marketing in very small targeted areas and you will be just fine. This is perfect for people that don't have a big budget, you know? We did a post-it note campaign recently, post-it notes. And we did about 12,000 post-it notes in a certain area because we're going an inch wide and a mile deep. And we got 65 leads. This was just within the last week. And so we're still working those leads. I need to dig into Podio to see if we actually have a deal or not yet out of that. But uh, the, what we're doing is we're just blitzing this area. We, we're sending letters. We're sending postcards. We're doing post-it notes. And guess what? We're getting leads. We just closed on a deal a couple days ago from this campaign. I made It's one of those deals where I'm splitting with my wholesaler. It's what I teach in my automated wholesaling system. So I do the marketing, pre-screen the leads, and I split the deal with my wholesaler. And we just did a deal. My half of the profit was $5,300. And my wholesaler is paying for half of the marketing. So it's a pretty sweet deal. I have my team doing the work. My wholesaler loves it because we're giving him hot, motivated, pre-screened leads. He doesn't have to worry about doing the marketing or pre-screening a bunch of unmotivated sellers. Uh, we do all the follow-up for him. We send the offers. We do all the admin stuff. All he needs to do is just follow up on the uh, pre-screened, the, the motivated leads, right? So it's a win-win for everybody involved, and it's awesome. And my half of the deal is fifty-three hundred bucks. Now, if if I would have done the deal myself, I may have made ten grand, but I would have had to put a lot more work and effort into it. It's all about working smart, not hard, and that's kind of what I'm talking about here, right? You want to work smart or hard? If you want to work smart, find a very narrow market, a very narrow area within your market, 
and go deep. Mail all the absentee owners, mail all the high equity owners. And if your market is still small enough, maybe mail everybody. You can do like the really, really cheap um, mail to, what do they call it? Click to mail has it, or the UPS, United States Postal Service has something set up where you can do every door, like a door to door, every door campaign or something like that. Now, hold on a second, I gotta drop my daughter off here. I'll be right back. So I just dropped her off, and yesterday, <laughs> was it yesterday or the day before, we, um, the kids bring animals to, to for like show and tell. <laughs> so some kids brings these little chicks and like chickens, chicks. And uh, yesterday, uh, Jewel, my daughter, brought uh, tadpoles, like a jar full of tadpoles. Must have been 30, 40 of them in there. And the teacher, um, this was came from our pond water. And the uh, the teacher accidentally uh, transferred the water and the tadpoles into another bigger bowl with tap water. And I guess, like, tap water is bad for tadpoles because <laughs> they all died within minutes. And she felt so bad. She felt really, really bad. And so she was just talking to me, apologizing. And I told her, oh, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Our daughter just cried all night, so it's all right. <laughs> no, I did. I'm kidding. I didn't say that. But uh, so, yeah, just a note to self. If you ever are transferring tadpoles from pond water, don't put them in tap water. I don't know if it's the chlorine or, I mean, does tap water even have chlorine? Do cities put tap water into their, or chlorine into the tap water? I don't know the answer to that. Anyway, she goes to a great school. So what was I saying? Inch wide, mile deep. Cool. Any questions about that? Listen, guys, I have a, uh, a podcast hotline. If you guys have questions and you want to ask me specific questions about deals, about what's going on in your world, go to this phone number. I'm going to give you a phone number here, and you can text me or call and leave a message. And the phone number is 636 255 8815. Again, 636-255-8815. That's the official Real Estate Investing Mastery in your car podcast hotline. Ask away. And if you've got a good question or if you've got a good comment, let me know and I'll share it on the future episode. Hey, one more thing too. Um, I'm thinking of, I really would love to get more reviews and iTunes from you guys. And I know a lot of you have already left reviews in iTunes. I really appreciate it. We've been doing this for five years. We have 260-something five-star reviews, which is awesome. And And we've also got a bunch of reviews on Stitcher. I was actually looking at Stitcher the other day. So do me a favor, please. If you like this show, leave a review in iTunes. And I'm thinking... I might do something cool for you. I a while ago I bought like 40 or 50 books. And I'm thinking I might do a drawing for if you leave a review on iTunes, you'll be entered into a drawing and I'll send it to you for free. Hold on, there's a big FedEx truck. Woo! On this windy country road and uh did not want to get smacked. So, I'm thinking of doing something cool and I'll tell you more about it. Just stay tuned. I'm thinking about doing something where I'll I'll just mail these books to folks who leave me a review in iTunes, Uh, whether it's good or bad. I'm not going to bribe you to leave 
fake reviews, but if it's a good review, I mean, if, if it's a review uh, and you send me a screenshot or something, I'll send you this book. It's called Buy, Buy Low, Rent Smart, Sell High. It's a great book. I got me started in the business a long time ago. I love the book. It's called Buy Low, Rent Smart, Sell High. It was done in like 2005, so it's been a while, but it's a very, very good book. And I'll mail you a copy and I'll pay for the shipping uh, if you leave me a good review. So, in fact, if you want to, and because I'll announce more details soon here, but if you want to go ahead and jump the gun and make sure you get one of these books, I have about 40 of them, and I have about another 20 of the book called Buy Even Lower. It's the second, it's part two of this, of the book called Buy Even Lower. If you're interested uh, in getting a free one of those books, um, Leave me a review in iTunes and somehow, somewhere, send me a screenshot of your review and who you are and your address, and I will mail you a book. Is that cool? All right, guys. Take care. See you later. Bye-bye.